Hey, how's it going, folks? Welcome back to another episode of the Grind Never Stops podcast. I'm your co-host, Steve, again. In this episode, I'm supposed to talk about hockey, but I'll keep it short because of this episode. I just got a job at Madison Square Garden. I'm basically a runner. I just basically give you what you want. Like, for example, food and drink. More on that later. Now let's get to today's episode. In today's episode, I'll I'll discuss the Atlantic season preview from the NHL this year. Then we have the Boston Bruins. They are 33-16-7. They have 73 points. They lost to the Islanders in the second round. That's a down the first line. You have Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, and David Pasternak. The Pasta Man! So we have Patrice Bergeron. Now that's what a two-way forward does. You have to end draws. It's outstanding in doing that. One of the best face-off specialists in the NHL today. Top 5. That's a great defender as a forward. And he shoots right. Then we have Brad Marchand. And and Pasta Man. They're great shooters. David Pasta is basically a sniper. Which means to shoot the puck. That's what snipers do. Then we have Brad Marchand. Okay, so he's five foot nine. This is why I'm an Evans guy because he's gonna trick you. Because he's everywhere, annoying to offensive players. And yes, he can actually buy check you. Good luck with that. Then we have Taylor Hall. They picked him up like around just an idea. Middle of the season last year and up until now. He's picked up because he's made to build that behind the first line. And that made a difference, but it's not enough because he failed to advance and yes, the whole entire team, too, from the Bruins to advance the second round against the New York Islanders. This is very simple. The Bruins need more help behind Hall and the first line. And then we have Tuka Rask. What would you do with the Bruins? Would you hang up your skates, or continue playing the Boston Bruins. If Rask is not there, who's going to place Rask a goaltender? Because that nobody. If they build death on death and forward, they'll make it that far. Very simple. Next team is 
the Buffalo Sabres, one of the worst teams in NHL last year. So they have 37 points, and the record is 15-34-7. So the Sabres last season, there's talent from top to bottom, except goaltender. Like, for example, Jack Eichel, Terry Hall, but beginning of the season, Jeff Skinner, Rasmus Ritzelainen, Rasmus Aline. An update about this guy, just about now, is he signed his extension, extension with the Buffalo Sabres. Etc. Etc. But the problem with the with the talent top to bottom is the head coach from beginning of the season. He's really disappointing. As a result, as Donald Trump would say, you're fired. In comes the interim head coach, but the Sabres had a good finish to end the season. And what will the Buffalo Sabres do with Jack Eichel? Because he's not traded yet. Jack Eichel has problems. He's injury prone. His defense is bad. And yes, he shoots right. But he can win faceoffs. But he's horrible. Think of it this way at like. A offensive go-to guy. So this season, they're basically rebuilding for the future. But in terms of this season, looking at their lines, one of the worst NHL teams in my book. And then we have the Detroit Red Wings. So they have 48 points this season, and they are 19, 27, and 10. They're basically rebuilding for the future, regardless of the situation. It's like Buffalo. But, but, they're looking for the future by getting young. You have these two guys, they're both centers, Dan Larkin and Pia Suter. Dale Larkin is really fast, though. But I noticed the statistics from last season to two seasons ago. But the point is, the face-off win percentage is dipped to 49%. He's got to work on his face-offs. And then we have Pia Suter. He comes in as a small guy. He's five foot nine, but he has a bright future ahead of him. He can score goals. Something to watch for this season. But overall, a rebuilding team for the future. The next thing we're going to talk about is the Florida Panthers. So they lost the first round to the Lightning. 
that 79 points and they are 37, 14, and 5. So entering last season, you have Sergei Bobrovsky. Sergei Bobrovsky is just made because who replaced the retired Roberto Luongo? Because during that time, he hanged up his skates. So Bobrovsky entered as a, one of the great goaltenders in the NHL, but he struggled into the entire season. He has a .906 save percentage. That's not a good save percentage. And yes, he's overrated. That's the problem. That's why I'm an Evans guy, folks. If Bobrovsky's injured, they don't have a backup goalie. Another problem. If you notice from the first round from last season, which they lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning for the series because they need, they don't have depth of forward score goals. So as a result, just an idea, they beefed up their forward lines during all season up until now by adding in Andy DeClaire, Patrick Hornquist, he used to play for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Joe Dorton, who is basically declining right now. He's very old right now. We get the idea. The whole point about this, one of the few names I mentioned is they need to score goals at the fourth line position. That's how they lost in the first round against the Lightning last year. And that's during the playoffs. Then we have the Montreal Canadiens. So they lost the Santa Cup final to the Lightning. So they have 59 points, 24, 21, and 11. The reason why they made it to the Cup final because, because of the great defense. Especially the six foot four Shea Weber. He's a defenseman. He could really shut you down. But he has injury issues. He may hang up skates, but I'll keep you I'll keep you posted about this guy. So then we have Cole Caulfield. Canadians, give this man some help. He needs, he needs, he needs like it. He, he can't do it all by himself. Come on, man. And then we have Carey Price. He's your goaltender for the Canadians. Name back to last season. He struggled at times. But in the playoffs, he's actually consistent. Another reason why they went to the cup final. So the Canadians, as a result, got to the Senate Cup final since 1993. And dang, that's a long time. They're the first Canadian team to reach the cup final. Very simple. 
Help out the man, Cole Caulfield. He's young. He needs help. Simple. And then we have the Ottawa Senators. They have 51 points and they are 23, 28, and 5. Unji Melnick. Now I understand why he's one of the worst owners of the NHL. Now I understand why Senators fans don't like him because he finds ways to tank his team, meaning he finds ways to lose. And this is what you get for tanking. You're not going anywhere. Then we have Matt Murray, the two-time Stanley Cup champion with the Pittsburgh Penguins. But, problem is, he's really falling off the cliff, the cliff. As a result, he's really overrated now. And then we have, but nobody really talks about him, it's Thomas Shabbat. He plays defenseman for the Ottawa Senators. Because he is, he's basically a smart two-way defender, a sleeper guy. Then you have the star of the future in Razor Chuck. He has size of six foot four. And he's basically a power forward. Basically what a power forward does, just an idea. You have to meet these checkboxes. Do you mind taking penalties? Do you have strength? Can you shoot the puck? But most importantly, do you mind taking all the penalties? Just think about this way. More on that later. But, getting back to Brazier Chuck, he has one problem. He's not that fast. He has bad speed. Then we have the Stanley Cup champions from last year, the Lightning of Tampa Bay. So they won the Stanley Cup against the Montreal Canadiens with 75 points. And they are 36, 17, 3. So the Lightning won the Stanley Cup title because from top to bottom, it's everywhere. They have they have everything. They give it like the Yankees of 2000, the dynasty years. Money talks. But this year, there's one difference. They basically lost half the players due to the salary cap. But do not doubt the Lightning because there's still a threat to win the Cup again, again, this year. And yes, because of both sides. Offense, defense, goaltending, doesn't matter. But not guaranteed to win the uh, Cup Final this year. Just an idea. Offense, defense, Goaltending. Doesn't matter. And then we have the Toronto Maple Leafs. So they have 77 points. They are 35, 14, and 7. Last season, they lost the first round against Canadians. 
Oh my goodness. They never learn their lesson, don't they? Scale and speed, all the time. The score goes from offense from every aspect. What is this new? And their defense. It's crap. Seriously crap. Overrated. Jesus Christ. But. No more Frederick Anderson. He's one of your impact goaltenders for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And make it be even worse, they have a goaltender. And get this. As a result, Maple Leafs goals per game, 1,000. And we have goals allowed per game, 1,000. Even worse, they're in serious danger of not making back to the Seneca playoffs. Good luck with that if you don't have a defense. Because it's crap. Why things can win this division from the Atlantic? I'm going to go with the Florida Panthers because. Because they upgrade death at four. Like I mentioned about the Panthers from the Panthers preview. Who's going to challenge the Florida Panthers? I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Lightning because they basically lost half the death from last season. But I think they'll be in second place in terms of the regular season. But don't forget about the playoffs. Because there's still a threat to win it this year. Florida has some company. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I'm Steve, your co-host. And that's the Atlantic Division Preview. Sign our everybody.